You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Catch us every Monday through Friday, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fast, the furious, the trade deadline all over in the National Football League. And it's interesting is that, you know, in Fantasy Football Leagues, most of the trade deadline, you still got a ways to go. So you still got time to move. And how much of that reaction uh, people are reacting to? I'll tell you what, I saw a fury. A fury of uh, runs in uh, in the situation there in uh, my leagues as far as trades go this morning. Woke up to a box full of trades. Some in other leagues there that which I manage are absolutely getting it done. Now, Panthers GM Marty Herney says on Wednesday that Calvin Benjamin trade was executed in an effort to clear out the box and allow the run game to flourish. Considering Devin Funches, Russell Shepard, and Curtis Samuel are now the Patriots, uh, Panthers, 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 not the Patriots, main receivers run game, figure to become more prominent, and maybe Carolina will use two more tight end sets with Ed Dixon and Greg Olson when Olson comes back from the ankle injury. Christian McCaffrey has been a major disappointment after being taken number eighth overall. He's not making anyone miss as a runner, as evidenced by his 1.6 yards after contact per attempt which ranks dead last among 43 qualified running backs at Pro Football Focus. But the big-bodied Benjamin was playing close to the line of scrimmage in the slot. And the Panthers want to get things spread out more. They need McCaffrey to step it up. You know, but McCaffrey, the negative is, on the running game, he's average that, but he's the second-best yards after catch in the National Football League. And I think that when you look at it, they brought him in to be a wide receiver, a slot guy. So... I don't know how this is going to work out and if McCaffrey is going to be a guy that uh, will excel going forward based on the changes in the Panthers' offense. You got him on your team. You've already drafted him. You put him out there, and you hope for the best. But I find that to be a reach, a big reach. Recently released quarterback Brian Hoyer, the San Francisco 49ers, visited the New England Patriots. Where, of course, began his career in New England as Tom Brady's backup. New England traded number two quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo to the 49ers on Monday, costing Hoyer his job. Hoyer was actually the original part of the trade coming back to the Patriots, but the money was an issue. He's fully expected to sign with the Patriots on Wednesday and slide in as Brady's rest of the season. I'm back up there. 
Garoppolo, unlikely to start before Week 12. The Sacramento Beast speculates that Jimmy Garoppolo will not make his 49ers debut to Week 12. Reporter Matt Burrows reached the conclusion after parsing coach Kyle Shanahan's Tuesday words. It would make sense to give Garoppolo two weeks to learn the system before the 49ers Week 11 bye. Quarterback's plan could change in a hurry, but go nowhere. The 49ers have little reason to force Garoppolo onto the field until he's ready. Waiting till Week 12 would give him six games of evaluation. Jimmy Garoppolo looking to get it done. Second round pick. I think he's going to be okay out there. I don't think he'll be great. I don't think he'll be bad. I think he'll be okay. Is okay enough? In today's world, you've seen some bad quarterback in play. How about okay? Is that enough? If you're a 49ers fan, is it enough? From a fantasy perspective, it would only have to be two quarterback leagues for it to be enough. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number Number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32 that to change big time
Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. We are here absolutely getting it done. And right now, we're going to get some quarterback talk uh, with Dane Martinez and Tony Cicada as we break down Week 9 quarterbacks this week in Fantasy Football. And here we are. You can catch out the lineup luck show, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, every Monday through Friday, broadcast on Dish Network, Channel 262, and also on the Fantasy Sports Television Network and the Fantasy Sports Radio. Here is the lineup luck show brought to you by DailyRoto.com. Quarterback play. You love the quarterback play, right? You got to love it. If you don't love quarterback play, can you win without a quarterback play? That's the key. I mean, I have actually... Got an 8-0 team where I had Aaron Rodgers. It went to Carson Palmer. Last week was to Josh McCown. And this week, um, I'm not sure yet. I think it's going to be Jared Goff. As the Giants uh, suspended their top cornerback for this week. So, I think we're going back to Jared Goff. And that is going to be a crazy situation there. On how we deal with that and how we go after that. And if that's the route that I need to go, because it's looking like I'm going to have to go that route. You're listening to the Fantasy oh. Sports Radio Network. Well, it looks like we're going to have to go that way, and we're going to have to make sure um, Jared Goff is in play this week. So we're going to take a little look at that in just a bit. But right now, let's get a review of this trade situation with Calvin Benjamin. I told you, I think the... Uh, Carolina Panthers are reaching, thinking this is going to help uh, their the run game. I think it's nothing uh, crazy. I think it's insane. But let's see what the guys from the Roto Experts in the morning say. See if they're on pace with me. And I'll get you ready. I'll get you ready. I'll get you fired up. And we'll make sure that you got everything here. So stay tuned. Here are the guys talking about Calvin Benjamin. Don Burns with a little two chains. Here you go. Welcome, everybody. Little YouTube Live Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This right here is the Fantasy Executive Corey Parson. Scott, look up. Over there is the King Scott Angle. He says the guy who's looking over five rosters right now. Yeah, I'm doing yeah, I'm doing fantasy football. You know what I'm saying? Fantasy football, yeah, Scott. You know I'm not tweeting with. I'm not tweeting to one of our listeners. I'm not tweeting with. I'm talking to one of our listeners. One of our listeners want to talk to us. 844-843-6879. You know what? I'm a man of people. I'm not. I'm not up in my ivory tower like you. What's up? Yeah. All right. So I'm also a man of the people. I want to help the people. And in order to do that, we need to talk about Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin now traded to the Buffalo Bills in the last blockbuster of the day. I was sitting downstairs uh, in our control room, and I was just like, all right, I guess, I guess we're done. I thought maybe one of the Colts. Who went live? I'm sorry? Who went live when that happened? Who I went, was on Target on. We, on Target was on. We, okay. put a, we put out a video with Frank Staff on Mike Florio. Yeah. Put that on, threw that on YouTube to discuss the trade. Very good. <laughs> I had to step away. I'm sorry. Yes. You, you, Frank Stanfield dressed like Dr. Evil, yes. Yes, and Mike Florio yeah. dressed as Jim from The Office. But yes. uh, we did it. We got, a, we got a video on. The guys in on Target covered it well. Uh, we, have it, we have it covered. So subscribe yes. to the YouTube channel. You can see that video. And it's also available on rotoexperts.com as a top story right now. Boom. You ring that yes. bell, Scotty. Yes. Um, it's, over, it's over there. <laughs> Um, thank you. So now it's time for the Roto experts to discuss it. Kelvin Benjamin goes over to the Bills in a trade where the Bills went out and got what they needed, right? A desperately needed a big time wide receiver, a wide receiver one, a guy that can make a play. 
And there has been a lot of fantasy analysts, Corey Parsons very much included, that doesn't like Kelvin Benjamin. That, no, Kelvin Benjamin's uninspiring to me. That he's uninspiring, that, and I, I think it was Scott Pianowski who said this last night, that the closer you get to Kelvin Benjamin, the more you're just like, eh. <laughs> but you can't, but you Don't do it. can't take this out of it in that they needed a guy, they needed they, a, they, a, a they big play need, wide receiver. Exactly. They got him. Mm-hmm. From a fantasy perspective, what do we think for the Bills, for Kelvin Benjamin, what do we think of Kelvin Benjamin's change of situation? Have things gotten better? Have they gotten worse? Have they stayed the same? Scotty, what do you think of Kelvin Benjamin in Buffalo? I think he's definite wide receiver two candidate. You know, yesterday when Matt Modica was here, uh, he was very upset about the fact that the Bills are five and two and that they could lost Sammy Watkins and they could be so much better if they had Sammy Watkins. So, of course, when Modica throws that negative about the Bills, something positive happens, and that's, it, that's what happened. This guy is the offense, you know, the, the uh, not the offense, of course, that's LaShawn McCoy, but now they have that piece back in the passing game that they lost when they had Sammy Watkins. He's a big target. He's, he's good in the red zone. They're missing that red zone piece. I think it's a perfect fit to me. I think he's pretty much a locked-in wide receiver to the rest of the way, as long as he stays healthy. Okay, so before this trade, did you think he was a locked-in loaded wide receiver too? I had him more like a in the wide receiver three range. So you're giving yeah. him a little bit of bump. I'm here giving him a little trade. bit of bump here, and I did my in-season ranks. Okay, RotoExperts.com. Yeah, he gets he gets a bump, and like I've been talking about, one of the main reasons why is well, he's better than anybody they got on the roster. Which in Carolina, the offense just wasn't running through him. It was CMC. It's Olsen. You see Funches getting involved more this year. Carolina more of a slow down, grind it out, play defense, let Cam make a play style offense. Whereas the Buffalo Bills, especially with their schedule moving forward, they, they're trying to push this thing into the playoffs. They the want to get a little Yeah, they want to get a little bit more high flying. They want to put the football in the air more. Tyrod Taylor's playing good football. The offense looks good right now. They have a magnificent schedule going down the stretch. You get a guy like Benjamin in there, I think he is a, I, listen, as, as uninspiring as the skill set is, dude is a wide receiver too moving forward. Once he gets in there and gets acclimated with the system and start getting those looks, I, I'm, 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 I can't believe I'm saying this. I think Calvin Benjamin is a player that I want to have a part of moving forward. Yeah, Corey, you often talk about talent, you know, pound for pound. And, you know, look, the guy isn't a speed guy necessarily. No. Look at me when I'm talking to you. Uh, the guy who's in the speed guide, I'm talking to you. Look at me. You think give me the rest. You, you look at me I'm when I'm li- talking I'm to you. you, you, you I compliment my, your analysis you have, you have my, and you, you go on your my, computer. I'm looking at my anyway, damn team, Benjamin, Scott. Benjamin is uh, you know, a guy like you talk about pound for pound. The talent is there. He's not a speed guy. I should smack you. <laughs> yeah. What, what kind of insurance do you have? Yeah. Uh, you know, he's not a speed guy, but look, he's a big target. They can move the chains with him. I don't think it's a high-flying offense, but now it's definitely a balance of it. He doesn't have that downfield gear of a Sammy Watkins, but, you know, he can be a real big target that you can just post up defensive backs. He can run decent routes, and he's a red zone threat. They were missing a red zone threat. They were. And listen, when Charles Clay went down, I mean, I, I sat here on multiple weeks telling people to pick up Nick O'Leary. Mm. Nick O'Frickin' Leary. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> because like Tyrod Taylor, I regretted that one dollar I spent on him this week. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor has to throw the ball to somebody, and he needed a red zone threat. He needed somebody that could fight, that he could has the ability to just throw it up to and get the ball. That's Kelvin Benjamin. If nothing else, we know Kelvin Benjamin with his big time frame could be a red zone monster that 
down the field, Tyrod Taylor could throw it up and make it happen. You look at the Buffalo Bills, who were tearing it to the ground just a few months ago. They sit here, what, 5-2? and two, And they're like, wow, we got a we shot at the playoffs. And this is a team, one second, this is a team that hasn't made the playoffs this century. This century. This millennium. They haven't made Longest the playoffs. Longest drought, so, yes. Longest drought in professional sports. And ultimately... They see an opportunity. They're going to make it happen. So I get giving up whatever they needed to give up to go out and get a wide receiver. And I'll also say this. The general manager, Brandon Bean, the head coach, Sean McDermott, they know Kelvin Benjamin. They both came from Carolina. So they scouted gonna, Kelvin Benjamin. They scouted Kelvin Benjamin. Brandon Bean was part of drafting Kelvin Benjamin. So there is love here. So whether they re-sign him or not in the offseason, that's on them. From a fantasy perspective, they're trying to help an alley offense, stretch it, uh, put people back where they belong. This, Zay Jones on the other side of the field, Jordan Matthews in the slot, and let Kelvin Benjamin be Kelvin this Benjamin. We don't always see this from the outside, okay? LaShawn McCoy was on the NFL Network the other night, and Deion Sanders asked him, you guys tore the team down, you got rid of big pieces like, you know, et cetera, and now you, now you have a better record. How do you explain it? And he talked about how the culture changed. We always look at it on pure talent. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to bring up that Miami situation in a second. Good. Because you look at it on the outside. You know, I was talking to people. You guys, oh, the Dolphins are throwing in the talent because of the level. The, the Dolphins are trying to change the culture there. They don't like the culture. They don't like how the, the locker room vibe, et cetera. To the Bills' credit and to what people don't see on the outside – they got rid of guys that they felt weren't fitting in, and they're winning. And now they had a piece, and they're going for it. With the Dolphins, you don't see it because, oh, they got rid of Jay Ajayi, number one running back. Jay Ajayi, they, they, they labeled him a malcontent, too much of a me-first guy. They'd rather have and see what they had Kenyon Drake. It's something there were, there were people in the locker room post-trade in Miami were saying, we feel it's addition by subtraction. It's, you talk about the intangibles and the emotional part of the game. That's what you don't see always from the outside. Um, are we talking Benjamin? Or, uh, Benjamin, we're talking about the Benjamin. Okay, to Buffalo, not not realizing ultimately that, not realizing ultimately how good they'd be this year, and now going to make a move and bring in the guy they know. They made the call. The Bills made the call. So you know what the plan is. The plan right. is to open it up and push for it. So that's the plan for Buffalo. So now let's talk about it from the Carolina side. We kind of always knew, I think, this team didn't really like Kelvin Benjamin. No. When they went to the Super Bowl, Kelvin Benjamin was out all year, right? Towards ACL. And he was out all season. And they went to the Super Bowl. I think it was right then and there they realized they could win without this dude. They don't need him. And we thought last year Benjamin would come back, he'd be even better. Mm. Didn't really happen. I know in fantasy, you know, you I don't want to say he's just a guy. He's a little he's more. He's not than, just a guy. He's a little more than just a guy. He can jump real high. He can. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, fantasy basketball here? Go he can fight for a ball. Yeah, exactly. He's not. He's not just a guy. I don't want to say. He no, is. he's not just a guy. He's he's, he's more. He's a, he's a tad. I don't want to say a tad. He's more than just a guy. He has a skill set where he can do certain things that make him valuable to an offense. Now, is he like a Des Bryant, you know what Obviously I'm saying, not. Demarius Thomas type playmaker like that? No, uh-uh. Okay. Carolina agrees with you. So they trade him away. In the game that Kelvin Benjamin missed earlier this year, this is when everybody woke up to Devin Funches because he was targeted 10 times in that game. Caught four catches for 58 yards. Christian McCaffrey was targeted 11 times in that game. 
caught nine for 101. You're looking at the biggest beneficiaries of this trade. It's Christian McCaffrey. It's Devin Funches. Yep. But there has to be more, Corey. Yeah, it has to be more. And a lot of people are going to go after the kids, Samuel. Listen, they said, the GM said, this gives us a chance to get more speed into our lineup. And that comes with a player like Curtis Samuel. But I wouldn't look past Russell Shepard. As a matter of fact, Russell Shepard's the player I'm going for because he's the player that's on the field now. He's out snapping Samuel. He's in He's in on almost 50% of the snaps. He is. He was essentially the number three wide receiver on that team. Now, Russell Shepard moves up to the number two wide receiver on that team. If you need wide receiver help going down the stretch, Russell Shepard and Corey Coleman. I, th- I think it's Samuel. I think this is the opportunity for him to step up. All the buzz has been about him, and I think this is the opportunity. They traded Benjamin, and they want Samuel to step forward. He's the guy, I believe. We will continue this discussion of Curtis Samuel versus Russell Shepard when we come back on the radio on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. You know, that's a tough call. When we come back, I'll debate Samuel or Russell Shepard. I think uh, both guys are definitely viable to pick up this week. Say a quick break. We'll be back with more on the Fantasy Football Rewind. You know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So there was some debate on what we do going forward. Is it Curtis Samuel or Russell Shepard? And this is the part where you try to balance uh, playing ability and playing time and trying to get in the coach's head and trying to get in the coach's mind. Russell Shepard is just a guy. He's 27 years of age. He's been around for a while. 
He's not exactly going to light it up in any stretch of the imagination. Guy has 11 catches, 133 yards. On his career, he has 41 catches, 565 yards. So I don't think he's much of an option. Now, Curtis Samuel is a guy with some speed, some talent, and they think long things can happen in this league. 21 years of age, learning the game. You look at that, and I say, you know what? You have to pick Curtis Samuel. As much as Russell Shepard's been on the field more than Curtis Samuel, Russell Shepard has 11 catches. Curtis Samuel has seven. Second-round pick, Ohio State. Absolutely, Curtis Samuel's the play. Absolutely, he is the play. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We take a quick look at our guys from Fantasy Football Frenzy and Frank Stanfield in from Matt Modica today. <laughs> All right, so whatever. I'm just going with a narrative like I like to do a lot. Where's Jameis Winston at? Right over here, Jameis. Get over here. Find me. Keep an eye on you. Welcome, YouTube people. How you doing today? Um, we're going to go over these running backs in October in a PPR. I'm going to go by total points. I'm not going to buy points per game because if I go by points per game and then it changes up a little bit too much for me because you got to think Leonard Fournette only played three games uh, in the month of October. Le'Veon Bell is RB1 averaging 23 points a game. This is PPR. Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, man. So sorry this is what happened to him. Is RB2 averaging 27 points a game. He won't be with us until December on January. <laughs> Melvin Gordon. I love Melvin Gordon, son. Melvin Gordon, RB3. Averaging five points a game. I mean, excuse me, averaging 20 points a game. Shady. What? You got to stop with this. You, I don't know what site you're using. This is this is insane scoring. I'm, I got Melvin Gordon in the PPR is averaging 20 points a game. Oh, you said, P- okay, PPR? Yeah, my bad. Okay. Averaging right. 20 right. points a Never game uh, in the last, the, the last five games. Shady McCoy. Frank, Shady McCoy is averaging 21 points a game. I kind of feel like the narrative on Shady was like, 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 like he wasn't living up to expectations. I don't own him nowhere this year purposely. I didn't want to own him because I didn't know what it was going to look like in Buffalo without Anthony Lynn. They were selling off pieces. I was like, I'm out. I don't want no parts of Shady. In the, in, in the past, his past four games, he's averaging 21 fantasy points per week. He's, Shady's still getting it done. Yes. How old is this guy? Uh, I have it up here right now. He's actually 29. This is this is very uh, front loaded recently with what he did against the Raiders and the Buccaneers. He scored three touchdowns uh, over the past two games. But you look at it in a PPR. I mean, this guy has had five or more receptions in every game but one so far this year. So even in those games yep. early on in those first you know five six weeks where he wasn't scoring touchdowns in PPR, he's still getting it done. He leads the Bills, and this is something we said coming into the season that he can lead the Bills in targets and receptions. That is exactly what he is doing so far on the season, and I don't think that it, they're going to get away from it either. I don't think Kelvin Benjamin coming in affects LaShawn McCoy one bit either. You buying or selling? Uh, I wouldn't. I'm probably just holding right now. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not selling him, and 
based on what he's done over the past two weeks, I feel like his value is probably not going to be higher than it is right now. So I'm, I'm kind of just sitting tight. I'm not selling him. I have faith in Shady, uh, and I don't want to go out there and buy him because I think his value is very high right now. Jake, buy, sell, or hold on Shady. Hold if I uh, – look, I could try a sell high right now, but I don't think anybody's buying, and it's not going to be a sell unless I can get top six, seven running back value for him. So that's the only way I would sell him. That would just get rid of the risk. You know I love to get rid of risk if possible because – I agree with Frank. I don't think Kellen Benjamin is going to do much to his value, but there's still a chance it could decrease a little bit the touchdown potential. The fact was, to go back to your original statement, Corey, was he was getting it done the entire year. To go to hear what you say about getting it done. He was doing it the entire year. It's just the touchdowns weren't coming. The positive touchdown regression has swung back the other way. Mm-hmm. So you expect decent you know, performances going forward as he's been giving us, but the problem is, is maybe Kellen Benjamin steals a couple of those. You know, They pass a little bit more. So sell if you can, but... A, if you're not getting top six running back value for him, don't do it. Jarek McKinnon in the month of October was is the fifth the fifth fantasy running back, averaging 16 and a half points a game. Listen, he had that one stinker in week seven where he only scored 8.7. That game where Latin Murray went off. Other than that, Jerk McKinnon 26, 24, and 24. If you're a Jerk McKinnon owner, you got to be very, very happy right now. Jerk McKinnon's a player that I'm buying. Another player that I'm buying, RB6. And the PPR for the month of October is Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram, another guy getting it done. Jake, you don't think this fumbles – these fumbles at the end of last week is going to cause Sean Payton to go away from him, do you? <laughs> There's always the chance. Sean Payton, for, as we said, and we joke about it, he hates Mark Ingram. Look, last year, he had, what, was it five carries and fumbled early in the game and wasn't seen for the rest of the game one week? There's always that possibility with Sean Payton. The good news is he fumbled once, and Sean Payton kept going back to him. That second fumble, there's a little bit of concern there. Now, I don't think they go away from him because they don't have a Tim Hightower or a Pierre Thomas. They don't have any of the running backs that they normally would behind him that can really take those touches. So I think he's okay, but there still is that slim. But like, if you gave me a worry scale last week, my worry scale was 1 out of 10. Now it's probably around a 3 or 4. I, 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 don't cut off your nose to spite your face, uh, Sean Payton. You've got only on a five-game winning streak playing good defense, running the ball. Don't start going away from Ingram because he fumbled. I, Frank, that's, that's the craziest thing that coaches do. Imagine if, imagine if, they'd have went, imagine if the Chiefs would have went away from Kareem Hunt. Even, even the best running backs fumble at times, man. We've seen that problem with Adrian Peterson in the past. Obviously, Tiki Barber is another one that comes to mind. I, I hope you're right, but there is always a chance with Sean Payton. It is scary. Uh, but Jake is right about the personnel that they have. As good as Alvin Kamara has been, I don't know that he is that between-the-tackles runner that – Mark Ingram has been and as efficient as Mark Ingram has been so I'm I'm hoping and praying let's hope let's, let's hope Sean Payton doesn't ruin this all right Todd Gurley running back number seven averaging 19 points a game in PPR had that 13 point week in week six other than that Leonard Fournette is uh running back number excuse me Leonard Fournette is running back number eight now he had an injury and he had a bye but the games when he played he's averaging 25 fantasy points a game I don't have in Leonard Fournette nowhere. I missed the bus on Leonard Fournette. That kid is getting it done, and he's going to be a fancy stud moving forward. Number nine, um, go ahead, Frank. I don't say his name. Lamar Miller. <laughs> I didn't know you was going to do the Corey Parson voice. No, no. That's how Greg Sussman said it, too. Lamar Miller. Lamar LM averaging 18 fantasy points a game. I ought to give Jake a prop. Jake was like, if the dude played the whole season, he gonna be a he gonna be an RB one. Jake, I can't with this guy though. This guy is not inspiring to me, Jake. I don't want no parts of him. It it burns me up that this dude is, is that this dude is playing good. I'm mad at him for playing good. 
What's not inspiring about 600 yards already to date? And what's he got? Four touchdowns? What do you want? This offense is charting along. Deshaun Watson's helping him because it's giving him more balance to this attack. And DeAndre Hopkins is balling out. I don't, I don't understand why you don't like. Look, I had the legitimate concerns. I mentioned this when they drafted yeah. that Deontay Foreman might steal some of his touches. The thing is, is even with Deontay Foreman only had one snap last week, but before this, the limiting of Lamar Miller's work had turned him back into that running back that he saw with the Dolphins, where he didn't need 20-plus touches per game. That's what I've always said about him, and that's what I said at the draft, and that's why I thought his value would actually go down, is he doesn't, he doesn't work well at 20-plus touches per game. In this 15 to 20 range, he's been great. He's been back to the Dolphins, and that's what we really should have maybe looked at. And I'm, I'm on board with him. I would take Lamar Miller over J.H.I. the rest of the way. We talked about that. There you have it. As everybody gets ready, everybody gets fired up, and everybody wants to make sure that they're on top. And Lamar Miller has absolutely been that guy uh, that everybody delivered on. And it seems like it's weird how everybody doesn't like this guy. I mean, heck, he goes out there, he plays football. I think it gets to the point where they picked him in the first round two years ago and he didn't deliver, and fantasy football owners are hostile. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with more of Jake Seeley, Frank Stanfield, and Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Welcome back. Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and here is what we got going on. We got the guys breaking down some of the plays on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. And here's what we're looking. Jake Seeley with our guy, Corey Parson, and Frank Stanfield filling in. Here are the guys from Fantasy Football Frenzy, 9-11 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. on target. You discussed that yesterday on this program right here, too. Frank, I don't – this guy, man, come on. He's, Deshaun Watson saved him. Yeah, seriously. I mean, he's boring. You watch what he does. He's He's scored four touchdowns, but those have only come in two games. So there have been five other games where he hasn't scored a touchdown so far this year. And you look at what he's doing efficiency-wise, 3.6 yards per carry. That's very similar to what he was doing last year. It's just he's getting more touchdown opportunities now that Deshaun Watson uh, is balling out and opening up the offense with DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller. So it's opening up scoring opportunities. He really isn't much different 
than what he was doing last year. It's just the fact that he's getting more touchdown opportunities. RB10 for the month of October is one Kareem Hunt. You know, the Kareem Hunt owners, I mean, they be like, yo, should I sit him? Should I trade him? I be like, yo, you got number one player in fantasy. And now I'm looking at him. He's RB10 in the PPR in the month of October. This guy's not the number oh, no. one player in fantasy. I feel what you're saying, Jake. Yeah. He, he hasn't scored a touchdown in a while. I'm not, dis- I'm not saying I'm disappointed. He goes in my lineup every week. All my teams that I have him are sitting in the top two in points and all of that. But I'm just saying, hey, let, let's get it going again. Is he, is, he, is he hitting the rookie wall? No, he's not hitting a rookie wall. It's just they don't. It's the fact that this team is doing what it has done since day one. They don't use him a ton in the red zone. And a lot of that has to do with times where they still don't use him a ton in the two-minute uh, two game because you have rookies. That's, the, that's generally the two... Two-minute offense is where rookies struggle the most to pick that up. Running backs, because running backs is one of the easiest transitions from college to the NFL, but that's the one area that takes some learning. But the fact is, I I love how people are complaining about a running back who's getting 100 yards every single week. Last week was the first week he didn't do that. So Kareem Hunt is still an RB1 going forward. But let's go back real quick, Corey, and then remember that people were joking about us about it at the time, and this is why you always look to sell high on everybody because – at the time of Kareem Hunt and his peak value, people were trading him straight up for Le'Veon Bell. Yep. And those people who did that are probably extremely happy right now. And there's a lot of people who I got twi- tweets about that were willing to do that. I had some people out there that were going to trade Kareem Hunt for Le'Veon Bell in a piece. So this is why you always do that because Kareem Hunt was never going to do that for the entire season. Kareem Hunt, RB number 10, 14 and a half fantasy points per game in a PPR Frank, RB11, Alvin Kamara, I didn't have a kid nowhere, didn't see it coming in. RB12 is, in the PPR, is Christian McCaffrey. I posed to you the question I posed to Matt and Jake yesterday. Who would you rather have ROS, Alvin Kamara or Christian McCaffrey? I'd rather go with Kamara, just the way he's being used right now. And I think McCaffrey, could his volume could go up a little bit, but you can't argue with everything Kamara has done since AP has left. All right, so there you go. When we come back on the other side, we look at the wide receivers. 24 and 24. If you're a Jerick McKinnon owner, you got to be very, very happy right now. Jerick McKinnon's a player that I'm buying. Another player that I'm buying, RB6. And the PPR for the month of October is Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram, another guy getting it done. Jake, you don't think this fumbles, these fumbles at the end of last week is going to cause Sean Payton to go away from him, do you? <laughs> There's always the chance. Sean Payton, for, as we said, and we joke about it, he hates Mark Ingram. Look, last year, he had, what, was it five carries and fumbled early in the game and wasn't seen for the rest of the game one week? There's always that possibility with Sean Payton. The good news is he fumbled once, and Sean Payton kept going back to him. That second fumble, there's a little bit of concern there. Now, I don't think they go away from him because they don't have a Tim Hightower or a Pierre Thomas. We'll be back with more on the Fantasy Football Rewind from the guys at the Fantasy Football Frenzies. These guys are absolutely getting it done. You can also check out uh, Frank Stanfield on the Weekend Update. Great show. Everybody loves that show as they do an amazing, amazing job for people. You listen to Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll be back with the guys right here as they talk about this week's pickups. Look at this play four games. Actually had a one in standard. And in his last game, so that really stinks. Man, I, Jake, I don't know what to do. I got to put this kid, this this Benjamin, this Devon, not the Benjamin, Devontae Adams in my lineups, and he's been stinking to join up. I mean, he's not been stinking to join up. I'm so worried about Huntley. But Rodgers was at practice yesterday, right? So maybe, like, this week they'll get Rodgers and Huntley to get in the film room. I'm just trying to be optimistic as I possibly can, Jake. I, I wasn't even able to follow that. I hope maybe Frank was. <laughs> Sorry. 
You say that? Like, I'm excited. I don't want to trust him. But I don't like him. But he's been sticking the joint. No, he hasn't been sticking the joint up. But he's been like, I, I didn't follow anywhere you were going with that. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just disappointed that that Aaron Rodgers. I'm not disappointed. Aaron Rodgers got hurt because I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan, so I kind of want him out the way. But for my fantasy teams, Frank, it, it, this this is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, based on what you said and you know how Jake broke it down, that's probably how a lot of Devontae Adams owners feel right now. Is that they just don't know how to feel. There was that one game that Brett Hundley af- uh, entered after Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Devontae Adams still scored in that touchdown, so we thought maybe moving forward that Brett Hundley and Devontae Adams could have some chemistry uh, after that game. But I mean, the one start that. Brett Hundley had was not a good one. So no, maybe, you know, coming off the bye, I like what you said about Aaron Rodgers being there. Maybe if they work together a little bit, uh, it could get better. But, I mean, moving forward, how can you rank Devontae Adams higher than anything than a high-end wide receiver three? Then we have, to end it off, we have Marvin Jones as wide receiver 11. That's in, that's in, that's intri- I'm shocked to see that because I think Marvin Jones is a bum, but I guess I'm the only one. And then Des Bryant is wide receiver 12 in standard leagues. Guys like Ted Ginn, Nelson Aguilar, Jarvis Landry, uh, Larry Fitzgerald just missed the cut. Julio Jones, Amari Cooper coming at 19 and 20, while Robbie Anderson is 21. Strange year so far, strange month of October. Going to see how we finish rocking and rolling with this. Um, hey, Corey, Jay- I'm surprised you didn't break out that news that we saw at 10 a.m. this morning during the break. You didn't see it? What's Brian Hoyer visiting the Patriots. Oh, surprise, wow. Surprise. Breaking news. Brian Hoyer is visiting the Patriots. Yeah, Brian Hoyer will be a New England Patriot by the time we hit. By the time on, by the time on Target Fantasy come on at 4 p.m. Eastern time, uh, Brian Hoyer will be a New England Patriot. Um, I'm going to throw this out there to both of y'all, and then we're going to get to the phone lines. Jake, are you looking to put a dollar on Calvin Johnson anywhere? No, the trade deadline's passed. Oh, that's right. They can't do it. They, that's right, because Detroit, the Lions still have the rights. Yeah. So there's no reason. Yeah. All right, are you looking to put a dollar on Josh Gordon? Mm, only if I have a free spot that I'm just not using. Only because you'll get the decision today. If we had to wait two more weeks or something like that, then no. But I, you might as well just if you have a free spot you're not using. Yeah, what do you think, Frank? Yeah, this is the end, the end of your bench. I, I would be a little bit more intrigued <laughs> in a dynasty, though. Throw that a dollar there. Yeah, then a dynasty league is. What about Aaron Rodgers? I picked up Aaron Rodgers in the league. Aaron Rodgers could be back week 15. No? No. I, I haven't considered Need it anywhere. I, it's not a terrible idea. I mean, if you're 7-1 and one or 6-2 and two and you're thinking about the fantasy playoffs now, we've already got a few calls about looking at QB schedules. I mean, it doesn't matter who Aaron Rodgers plays. He's Aaron Rodgers, right? What do you, what do you think, All-In Kid, if you got the space? I'd, I'd stash it more than I would stash Josh Gordon. <laughs> I feel you on that one, too. If you have the roster real estate. Um, a lot of the leagues I'm playing on the circuit, you know what I'm saying, weeks 14, 15, 16 on shootout weeks. So a player like Aaron Rodgers in those type of leagues can come in there and put up a big number right quick. But when you're in, like, your regular head-to-head playoffs, I don't really think it's that much of a, um, of a, of a you know, that big of a deal because you got to get there first. And then those leagues can be very funny when it comes to, um, you know, adding people. Well, not, you know. You know, in the head-to-head leagues, you get that you get that one loss. Then you know what I'm saying, and it's over. I, I, I hate that. All right, let's open up hey, the telephone lines. What's I up, got a J- question for Frank real quick. Oh, sure. What's up? Because he, ba- he does basketball. Are we really celebrating Lonzo Ball scoring 10 points per game on 33% shooting? I mean, seriously? I mean, ESPN might with the, with the coverage <laughs> that they're giving him. Uh, actually, because somebody tw- – look, because this is what it was. Somebody tweeted out that – Players that average 10 points, 7 rebounds, and 7 assists this season are LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and Ben Simmons. Meanwhile, Lonzo Ball barely makes the list at 10 points per game on 33% shooting. Seriously? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it hasn't been good. It's the peripheral things that he's doing that help him in fantasy basketball. But, I mean, you shouldn't have expected points or, or field goal percentage anyway. This is going to continue to happen. I mean, it's Lonzo Ball. This is what his father has built up. I agree with you. I mean, it's, we shouldn't be celebrating it. But, I mean, that's just the way That's the way it's going to be moving forward, too. It's not going to stop. Right. There's your basketball for today, Corey. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't crazy. There you go right there. We'll get you an NBA update every day right here on Fantasy Football. Friends, 844-843-6879. I think we got time for one, and then we'll hit it real hard on the phones uh, when we get to the next segment. Let's go to uh, Joe in San Diego. Joe, what's up? What's up, guys? What's good? So, I got two questions because I'm getting really hit hard by this bye week. Um, for quarterback, I got Tom Brady on a bye. Uh-huh. So, I'm choosing between either Matthew Stafford against Green Bay or Tyrod Taylor against Jets today. This is an interesting one right here. I'm going to go to the all-in kid. I'm going to go to the all-in kid. You've got a, second, got a minute left in the segment, Jake. But you have Ty, you have Matthew Stafford as a sleeper this week, but I know you like Tyrod Taylor this week. Which one would you like more as a streamer if you had to pick one of the two? Uh, Tyrod Taylor. Absolutely. I haven't ranked higher. I, I didn't look at the, the complete rankage yet. I just look at the sleepers. I, I wasn't you, saying that like you did. I was just telling oh. you the answer. Oh, no. I'm, I was just I'm breaking it down. I, I checked the yeah. link when I got to work this morning, and I, the first thing I did, Frank, was I look at the sleepers because last week he had Jake Jameson Crowder as a sleeper. Sounds like a good yeah. idea. Yeah, so I, that, I have these guys ranked back to back. I would, I actually have Staff, Stafford one spot higher. You have your rankings done already too? Not done. I'm still working on them, but I, I have quarterbacks done. Well, what the hell are you doing, Frank? You see Jake work 80 hours a week to get to be the all-in kid. You feel what I'm saying? I don't, I don't have the same time. <laughs> when we come back on the other side, it's all about you. YouTube live, telephones, we got you covered. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy. They're the guys from the Frenzy absolutely getting it done. And I got to tell you right now. They're getting it done in a big way. Make sure you check out Fantasy Football Frenzy at 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. We'll take a quick break, come back with more. Stay tuned for more from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and we are here absolutely getting it done. And you got to be ready and hit that waiver wire tonight in a lot of leagues. I'm here trying to make some trades going down to the waiver wire. It's not easy, man. It's not easy. Fantasy football's all 
over the place, right? All over the place. The Denver Broncos have decided Brock Osweiler will now be the quarterback. I'll tell you what, Brock's got an attractive matchup this week against the Eagles. Uh, it's a move that has been made after Trevor Simeon once again snuck up to join on national television Monday night. Simeon has thrown eight picks to just three touchdowns. Osweiler isn't any better, but Joseph ran the risk of losing the team if he didn't shake it up. The Eagles' defense is arguably the top team defense play of the week, especially if cornerback Robert Darby is back. Yeah, they get the secondaries gets better if Darby is back, but I don't know, man. Brock Osweiler, he wasn't that bad in the Denver uniform before. But nothing more than a two-league flyer. That's all it can be at this point. But everybody has two, people have two quarterback leagues. It's not a bad play. Especially with six teams on a bye. There's not a lot to choose from. Your options are extremely limited there. Charles Clay is out for Week 9 against the Jets. As expected, Clay simply isn't ready. Should be considered questionable for Week 10. Nick O'Leary and Logan Thomas will handle the tight end work. Marquis Lee is not practicing on Wednesday. Uh, Lee didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday in Week 7 before putting the suiting up. So he looks like he'll be ready to go Week 9. He's just been missing a lot of practice time. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll be back with more after this.
Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome back. Hour number two, Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network as we get you done, get you ready, and make sure that you're ready and raring to go. Yeah, baby! What the heck is going on? Here's what's going on in practice situations here. Again, if you missed the first hour, Brock Osweiler is now the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos coach. Vance Joseph announced Brock Osweiler will be the Broncos starting quarterback week nine against the Eagles. Brian Hoyer is visiting the New England Patriots on Wednesday. Hoyer, of course, Began his career in New England as Tom Brady's backup. New England traded number two quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo to the 49ers. Costing Hoyer's job. Hoyer was actually originally part of the trade coming back to the Patriots, but money was an issue. He was waived. Once he goes through waivers, he will uh, looks like he'll be signed by the New England Patriots as the backup quarterback. Carlos Dunlap of the Cincinnati Bengals defensive end, AFC defensive player of the week. Jalen Mills, defensive back for the Philadelphia Eagles, defensive player of the week, and he's only in his second season. Panthers, general manager, Maddie Herney said on Wednesday that Calvin Benjamin trade was executed in an effort to clear out the box and allow the run game to flourish. Considering Devin Funches, Russell Shepard, and Curtis Samuel are now the Panthers' main receivers, the run game figures to become more prominent, and maybe Carolina will use more two tight end sets with Dixon and Greg Olson when Olson comes back from the ankle injury. Christian McCaffrey has been a major disappointment as a running back. But I don't think many people in the league expected him to have big numbers there. I think it was thought it was in the passing game. And I think Carolina has done a poor job of executing that. Miles Garrett, defensive lineman for the Browns. Number one pick. Participated in practice on Tuesday. He should be ready to go. Week 10. They got a week by this week. So he'll be ready and raring to go. He's a difference maker, man. That guy can play. He can play. Sacramento B speculates Jimmy Garoppolo will not make his 49ers debut before Week 12. Reporter Matt Barrows reached the conclusion after parsing Coach Kyle Shanahan's Tuesday words. It would make sense as he would give Garoppolo two weeks to learn the system before jumping in there. Calvin Benjamin will immediately slide in as the Bills' ex-receiver. It leads a receiver spot Benjamin occupied his entire time in Carolina. Struggling rookie Zay Jones can now move to the Z, allowing him to avoid immediate jams off the line of scrimmage. Jordan Matthews will remain in the natural slot there. The Cincinnati Inquirer reports there was a disconnect between the Browns' front office and coaching staff regarding Bengals' A.J. McCarron. Despite the disconnect, the Browns were ready to surrender second and third round picks for McCarron's services. 
And the league office confirmed the deal was not confirmed because of a paperwork issue. This is crazy, right? And I said this last night, and I'll say it again today. If I told you that a trade didn't happen in the NFL because of improper paperwork and told you to guess the team, every single one of you would have guessed the Cleveland Browns. Right? Every single one of you would have guessed the Cleveland Browns. Does that say enough about your franchise? Does that say enough that, you know what? We got to do something about the coach, man. Coach ain't going to cut it. But it's probably deeper than that. But Hugh Jackson is going to take the fall. That team's been bad for a long time, for a lot of years. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today unlock the secrets of injury analysis. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to dailyroto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to dailyroto.com to rock daily fantasy sports. Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning, and, and listen, we can all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day that help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. I owed the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now, and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know 
the rules can stop the pain and get you the best deal. We connect you with a team of former IRS agents and tax professionals who will get the IRS off your back. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Call Tax Solutions now. Time is running out. Call 800 Mo's. Welcome back to the uh, Fantasy Football Rewind Show. My name is Tony Sakata. You can check out our show 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern every Monday through Friday. And right now, we're going to get some more Jay Ajaye analysis from Gabe Morrison and Gary and Thorne. Check out uh, DX Racer. Great, uh, great shares, man. Uh, you can get a 15% uh, discount. Fantasy 2017. Fantasy 2017, I get a 15% discount on your uh, DX uh, racer. I'll be getting uh, mine in a couple of weeks. Uh, all right, uh, Dober Doc Games. Fantasy sports just got a lot easier to play in the winter. The hottest new games by Dober Doc Games. No more long lineups or complicated salary caps. Create at least three matchups uh, you want, and you're good to go make any combination of matchups you want. Play quarterbacks, receivers, even pick across multiple sports. Don't worry about competing with 100,000 other people. You're competing, competing with yourself. Pick over under fantasy. Uh, Fantasy point uh, matchups for various players. You can cross over sports. You pick three, you win. You get paid six to one. If you want to uh, play a free contest, uh, just uh, use promo code PUNT. That's promo code PUNT. Uh, enter a free contest uh, when cash prizes just for joining. Sign up now at Dolbert.games. All right, uh, let's, t- let's talk some fantasy football. Let's talk some baseball. Gary and Thorne now joins us. Uh, we'll get to the World Series in a moment, but uh, Gary... What was uh, it's like they knew I was coming on the show today. We need yeah, to it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's perfect synergy. Uh, what was your your surprise level? Like when you saw Jay and Jai Trey, were you like, oh, wow. Were you like, ah, oh, it doesn't surprise me. Shock on a scale of one to ten. What was your uh, what was your reaction as far as surprise was concerned? I think the initial seeing of it on my phone, I was about an eight or nine in terms of shock because, you know, the Dolphins, it's a strange season. You, you watch their Thursday night game Aren't against the Ravens. That's the thing. You forget. It's the most so, negative 4-3 yeah, team ever. They've got, I think they're like, their point differential this season is like negative 65, but they're still technically in the playoff hunt. So it's kind of weird to see them trade arguably their best player. But in a way, the more I thought about it, when you really look at the clues and, and the way that Jay Ajayi has been treated by this organization, it's very clear Adam Gase did not like Jay Ajayi. No. And, you know, as, as happens, I heard you talking about this at the top of the show, and I kind of made a joke about it on Twitter too, 
inevitably 15 minutes after this trade went down, you start hearing about sort of the locker room cancer that yeah, Jay Ajayi always happens, was. Right? Always happens. That's not concerning to me. The so one Adam, thing Adam Gase, just for the record, Adam Gase said after the team's 40-0 loss uh, the other night uh, that they're, uh, he's fed up, quote, I'm fed up, and quote, I'm done compromising uh, for ill-prepared players. Pretty strong words and pretty, that's a pretty big character assassination on Jay Ajayi. And apparently, you know, there's, there's been articles written in the Herald and, and, and a lot of Miami newspapers that, you know, this included Jarvis Landry in this sort of yep, thing. Yep. And uh, that these guys weren't taking the playbook home with them. They weren't studying the plays at home. And the thing with Ajayi that I think was kind of the breaking point with Gase was apparently he was looking to make the touchdown every play. He was looking to break every play. He wasn't following his blocking. But I could argue, again, we, t- we talked about this going into that Thursday night game. Ajayi struggled this season, but in that game on Thursday night, he had 13 carries for 23 yards. You could argue of those first eight carries, he was contacted behind the line of scrimmage yeah. on six of them. And if you have a guy with home uh, striking, if you have a guy with power in baseball, and, you don't tell him the bunt. And if you have if no you have other guy, offensive yeah. weapons, yeah, so maybe, maybe let him do his thing. There's always a joke, and, uh, and Chris Meany uh, will appreciate this one. He's talking about Brian Weil, longtime uh, Montreal media guy. And he was talking to Michel Therrien and how about he got, remember he got mad at P.K. Subban because yeah. he cost him a game in Denver once. Ooh, better trade him. Um, you know, cost him a game by gambling once. And he said, Michel Therrien, if he was coach of the Golden State Warriors, he'd tell Curry to stop shooting so many threes. Yeah, just, and just it's real like Bill O'Brien. Bit. Is Bill O'Brien coaching Deshaun Watson? I guarantee you, Deshaun Watson's doing a million things that Bill O'Brien would tell him, don't do that. No, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. So when I see Gase, I don't know if Gase has the street cred, dude. Does he have yeah. the credibility he's been around? And the same case that brought in Jay Cutler into this mix. And here's the thing. So I mean, if you're on the team, you're thinking, you know what, Gase? You're ripping a Jai. He was good. You brought yeah. in Cutler, who's not good. What's going on here? I think it's a situation where Gase is trying to reestablish his control of this team. Yes. And I think he's yeah. saying, look, if you're not going to play in my system, you're out of here. Which, it's tough to do midseason, though, Gary. It's tough you to do midseason. And, 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 and I understand. And, and this is the thing. This is my major point with the Jay Ajayi thing. And I keep bringing up the example of Trent Richardson. And it's key because... When your organization can't do something as well as the Browns can do, the best transaction the Browns have had in the last half decade was trading Trent Richardson after his rookie season because they realized this guy's not good. And they traded him early in the season in September to the Colts. Granted, the Colts, you know, Vic Ballard goes down. They needed a running back, et cetera, et cetera. But they traded him while his value was still high coming off that big rookie season. If the Dolphins knew they didn't like Ajayi, if Gase knew he didn't like Ajayi, we all can go back to week one in Seattle last season when he's not even on the charter plane to Seattle because he's in Adam Gase's doghouse. If you don't like Jay Ajayi, trade Jay Ajayi after he runs for 1,300 yards. Trade him in the offseason. Oh, can you trade this guy? Because, you know, rampant speculation, the team's a playoff team. Yeah, do you like How about you trade him pick? after your quarterback gets hurt? It's a clear buying window for other teams. Don't hang on to this guy. Maybe trade Jay Ajayi and don't spend $10 million on Jay Cutler. Chalk it up to a lost season, recoup some draft picks, and get your own high draft pick inside the top five. So I don't understand what they're doing here, Gabe. I really don't. When you're, as, when you're worse than the Cleveland Browns at trading assets, you're a real terrible organization. Wow, some rage from, uh, from Gary and Thorne. That's, uh, you know, we, weren't, we weren't expecting that. Okay, from a fantasy perspective right now, it's, yeah. been, it's kind of a step down. Well yeah, done, Gary. Bravo. Thank you. Job, job well done. Um, is it Kenny on Drake or is this Damian Williams guy going to get a chance? Seems like Damian Williams, because they've seen a lot from Drake. Seems like they want to give Williams an opportunity. From a fantasy perspective, 
I don't know. I saw him this morning and I figured, ah, why not? Let's pick him up, right? Just stash yeah. him here in case something happens. I think what you can do is you can let people get too excited about Kenyon Drake because I think if people right now are sort of figuring out what their fab budgets are going to be for and these look, guys. They've never heard of Damian Williams exactly. and they've heard of Drake. They want to go after Drake. So maybe you put in a low ball offer on Damian Williams. I'm not saying he's going to be the better of the two, but it's clear that Damian Williams was the running back that Gase preferred to be his pass catching and third yep. down running back. Like Kenyon Drake's greatest skill might be pass catching. Damian Williams was a, was a focal point of not only this passing attack this season, but also was a guy who was a red zone passing attack threat last season uh, for, for Adam Gase. So I think that Drake is probably going to get a shot. I think a lot of people are looking at it like Damian Williams' role will not change. He'll be the third down back. He'll be the pass catching back. He'll be the blocking back. And Kenyon Drake might be the guy who steps into first down and second down. But this is a team that, first and foremost, the offensive line has looked terrible. They're the only team in the NFL without a rushing touchdown so far this season. They have zero rushing attempts inside the opponent's five-yard line. Like, this is not a fantasy plentiful situation. You're telling me all season they have yourself. zero rushing attempts? Zero rushing attempts not, so not the touchdowns, but you mean attempts. They haven't even attempted so to run the ball inside the five. you telling me they haven't run the, the ball once inside the five? They have once. not, Gabe. They Through have seven not. games? Through seven games. It's almost impossible. It's, it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. So... I don't think either of these two guys goes into any week this season, unless one has clearly established himself as the lead dog, as even an RB2. But, like, look at Kenyon Drake. Sure, you know his name because all his games are broadcasted Saturday at 3.30 on yeah, CBS. Yeah, he played for Alabama. He That's was never even know. a lead back at Alabama. No, he he never carried guy. the full load. He was always he was there a with Richardson. guy. He was there with Richardson. He was Richardson's backup. He like, was there with Richardson. It's, it's just a situation I don't think – obviously, you got to pick someone up because you got to pick up all the running backs who start games in the NFL, but – Neither of these yeah. guys are in a good fantasy situation. And I don't think Ajayi's in a great situation either. Like, I, I, I would say it's mostly coach speak that they've come out and said that Blunt's not going to lose his job, that he's still the starting running back. But, you know, Ajayi was sixth in the NFL in carries this season. Like, I the see volume's going to go down. I see Ajayi being the running back and then Blunt being the power back inside the fives, et cetera. Well, I, I think, think that's sort of the, the Patriots yeah. role that he was brought in for. I think the interesting thing with Ajayi, and you'll remember this, because a lot of people forget because he was not utilized this way at all in Miami. Jay Ajayi was one of the best pass-catching running backs yeah. in college football yeah, at Boise, Boise State. State. And you know what? In the offseason, he worked on he it worked some on more it a lot. to show them. And I heard in the offseason, I remember Tannehill, they said this guy's got crazy glue on his hands, yeah. catching it backwards over his hand, like, everywhere. Yeah. So I think that the Eagles, who right now, I think it's like Wendell Smallwood leads point. their running backs with 13 targets this season. Like Jay Ajayi might be the pass-catching running back in Philadelphia because uh, you know Garrett Blunt's not going to be catching any passes out of the backfield. Should've so got Meany on for the next segment actually. Get, get the other side. Yeah, get the other side of the story. Garrett's exactly. All angry. Meany's chuckling away over there. He's like, yeah, yeah, Jay and Jay. Hey, Eagles are all in. They got nothing to lose. They, look, put it this way: you give a fourth-round pick, and the Eagles' record is essentially it's a fifth-round pick. Uh, fifth it's round. A fifth it's round a pick. late for a fourth-round yeah. pick. And if you're the Eagles, you got another weapon. I like this better than this Calvin Johnson talk. What do you need Calvin Johnson for if you're the Eagles? I don't think you say no. I know, and you're right. <laughs> Calvin Johnson's willing to come hurt. out of retirement. Yeah. You don't have to trade anything for And him. also, you know, Garrett, a lot of teams that would be 7-1 and one would say, what the hell are you doing bringing this guy in? What are, what are you doing? And they'd be offended. I think Calvin Johnson is so liked and so yeah. respected that anyone would say, oh, damn, man, this is, this is Calvin Johnson. Let's learn from him, and he can't hurt our team. You see right. it across all sports, too. It's like when you bring these guys in at the deadline, it's one of those things that you know management says to the players, like, we think you're good enough to win the Super Bowl. We're just we've trying to build it up. We've only got a minute uh, left right now. We figured out, is that Larry Fitzgerald at the airport in Boston, or is it a black guy with dreads? Okay, can we can we confirm this? Because I saw people going crazy. Yeah. Oh, 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 Fitzgerald. Yeah. story. All right, all right, fake picture. Uh, fake, picture. fake news. Okay. Fake news. Fake news. 
Well, what do you expect uh, from, from the Patriots? Can't trust anything around these guys. You want to roll oh, that's great. It's a picture of Fitzgerald from a couple of years ago at the airport. Stupid internet. <laughs> Stupid internet. All right, Garrett. Game six. Belinsky says the series ends tonight. I say it doesn't. What do you say? I say it ends tonight. Oh, God. My problem, here's my problem. And, and we, got, we got all this talk about slick baseballs and things like that. Uh, no. I worry a little bit that Rich Hill, who relies so much on his breaking pitches, maybe more than any starter in baseball, throws his curveball about 37% of the time. Verlander likes the slider and stuff, but he, he doesn't, he does he doesn't have to count on He's got other Verlander pitches. Verlander could just yeah. pump 97 high in the zone. My worry here is that Rich Hill, if that curveball's not working, and look, the Astros this season too, best hitting team by WRC Plus against lefties, uh, just just every they the lowest strikeout rate against left-handed pitching so far this season. I think uh, I think Trump, the Dodgers win if they win to, they win the series if they win tonight. I think we but, should send uh, what do you send ice down to the stadium and see if this Gurriel guy even has a green card. You know the racist guy with the mm-hmm. hair there? Say let's look for the guy with the goofy hair. We're watching you Gurriel. Are you even supposed to be here? Just saying. Verlander's yeah. plus one of five. I know that's right somewhat now. offensive what I just said, but he's a racist, so it isn't. Yeah, that's how true. I get away with it. Game time decisions continues. I have no idea what to say. It's Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. That was uh, Game Time Decisions with Gabe Morency and, of course, Gary and Thorne. I got to think about that for a minute. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Ezekiel Elliott, Carl Anthony Towns, Corey Seager. Those are the rookies of the year, much like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fastest growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free, 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Does your fantasy football team suck? (laughs) Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? (laughs) I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. 
Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services or by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. In this league, a show about games hosted by men who act like kids. Whoa, hold up there, voice guy. Act like kids? That's not accurate. Really? You saying we're immature? Like how? Dick Butkus. Phrasing. Boom! (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Huh, duly noted. Carry on. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh with the fantasy show for your twisted mind in this league. Wednesday nights from 9 to 11 Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Should we drop these players? I hate focusing on the negative, but sometimes you got to focus on the negative to get a positive. And that's what we're doing in this case. we got to figure out, guys, we're going to drop so we can add greatness to our fantasy rosters. Here is Susmania, the salad. And Mike Florio. The show's really good. You might think the uh, opening's the most obnoxious thing in the world. I may agree. But after that, it's good. From now on, it's good. Stay tuned for more right here from the guys. It was crazy, Florio. I realized yesterday, who was this? I've never seen your hair 
without a hat on. One of our interns. I'm like, I said, I said, we I gels it almost every day. I was like, I gel it all the time. You've definitely seen me without a Thanks hat. Thanks for on. watching the show. Thanks for watching me when you come to your job. <laughs> People just come in here and look at Michael Florio. They don't. I mean, that's the do, problem. They you, don't look at Michael Florio. You do wear a hat a lot, though. Yeah, but I gel it more than I wear a hat. What if it was an intern who only comes in on certain days, and every day you wear a hat that day? That's that definitely is not the case. I don't know. I'm playing devil's <laughs> advocate for this poor intern. I don't even know who you guys are referring to, but that's uh, so why we don't give names out. Yeah, yeah. So, fun show today with all the crap going on in the NFL. It's not crap, but all the excitement going on in the NFL. We're going to talk about certainly picking up all of those guys, the Kenyon Drakes, the Damian Williams. Uh, if your waivers run tonight, we probably should do waivers together today. Um, and you got to drop somebody. And we say this every week. You can't just pick up everybody and stash everybody. I look at my league, and I'm trying to make a trade desperately because there's a bunch of guys who are on the waiver wire, but I don't have enough people to drop. So I'm going to run some names by you guys, um, and we're going to do what we can to figure it out and talk about players to drop. But before we do any of that, we're going to have our own chip challenge here in the Fantasy Football BFFs today. Our video producer, Danny Olgers, is going to come upstairs with a bottle of Guinness, with a bottle of Pepto-Bismol, and he's going to eat a very hot potato chip. That sounds like a terrible combination. Yeah. I told him he should just chuck both of them at the same time. The like Guinness, and, the Guinness the and the Pepto? Like a stone cold. Together. That's fair. I mean, for those who don't know what it is, if you want to watch it on YouTube during the break, Packy wants preview. a challenge. Yep. Travis Kelsey, I know, has eaten it. I think Greg Olson why, as well. Why are you advertising My, them and not the whole thing? Chris, we Chris Manzo, up. the host of Foul oh. Territory, ate <laughs> Chris it. Manzo ate it as well. Check out Foul Territory. We made a nice My, little My video. friend did it and said he felt terrible for like a half a day. Yeah. So... I don't envy anyone who's eating this chip. You talk about players that we're going to drop. Like, we might drop Danny after this. Like, he might just, <laughs> just drop on the floor. Danny might drop himself. Yeah. It's a, it's a mistake. There's some good entertainment value there. Yeah, no, I'm very excited for oh, it. Oh, me yeah. too. Very excited for it. Hey, yesterday on the show, we did a bunch of trivia at the DKMS Big Game Trivia Challenge. Uh, today, that will take place on On Target during the 4 o'clock Eastern hour uh, with the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. Chris Meany and Joe Pisapia. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Uh, it's going to be fun. We're going to try to find a winner to send the big game uh, up there in Minnesota. And also, remember, if you're thinking of giving DFS a try, Fantasy Factor is the perfect daily fantasy site for the casual recreational player. Flatter prize pools, smaller fields, and single entry contests only. Fantasy Factor runs NFL and NBA free rolls each and every week. The free enter. So sign up today at www.fantasyfactor.com. We take a break. When we come back, Danny Olkers, our video producer, joins the program. Now, this is one of the craziest things. I never heard of this one-chip challenge. So these guys uh, basically take this Pepto-Bismo and hot sauce and um, drink it. I don't think this is going to be great radio. So we're going to forget that on this. But you can go to the YouTube page. YouTube, look up Fantasy sports network and you can watch it it says one ship challenge and uh see if it's worth it i don't know man seems crazy but i guess the athletes it's the end thing to do let's get back to the guys as they talk football my question is where do we draw the line right like everybody wants a shiny new thing everyone wants to play with a shiny new toy but where do we draw the line on who to drop Kenyon drake damian williams the two most popular dudes that are out there how far are you willing to go to drop uh, to, to drop your players to pick up these players? I want to start in Baltimore. Everyone talked about Alex Collins. We talked about it on our show yesterday. Would you pick up Alex Collins instead of these guys? And you both said yes, absolutely. You like Alex Collins. 
The other news is Danny Woodhead's coming back, right? Danny Woodhead's coming back. He's practicing. He's great. Yay, Danny Woodhead. Yay. Would you drop Buck Allen for Kenyon Drake, Frank? Ideally, I wouldn't want to, but I think you have to take the shot on the uh, the opportunity of one of the Dolphins guys. If one of these running backs emerge as a starting running back, I'm, it might not be great for fantasy regardless because even Jay Ajayi didn't have a rushing touchdown on the season. But if one of these guys emerge, maybe we're looking at a low-end RB2 or a, or a legitimate flex option for the rest of the season. And that's what value Buck Allen was providing, but that's past tense. We're trying to project for the future. And with everything Alex Collins has done, Moving forward, they said that they're going to give Alex Collins even more work. I, I expect that on early downs and between the tackles, probably inside the goal line now as well after Buck Allen fumbled. Danny Woodhead coming back. All these things coupled together, I think, yeah, it would take a shot on either one of the Dolphins running backs over Buck Allen. And it's hard to say because Buck Allen was valuable at one point, and it's been a huge fall from grace. But you have to take a shot on a running back who could end up being a starter. Flory, same question to you, Buck Allen. I, I agree. So you don't want to answer that question. Drake, I would rather own Drake, especially I, Damian Williams. I don't think I would make the swap just for him just yet. Okay. But ideally, I would try to find, try my best to find someone else to drop other than Buck Allen. Because while I do think Alex Collins takes over as the early down back there, Buck Allen isn't going to fully go away. He's obviously going to be involved in passing down duties, and he. While we said maybe Alex Collins could get more in the mix. It's been all Buck Allen in the red zone this year, so that obviously holds value. And Woodhead could get hurt again. I mean, that very easily could happen. We were excited about him. He was having a great first quarter. And how did that happen? And what happened there? Yeah, he ended course. up getting hurt. He can come back He's and get hurt. He's probably going to get hurt again. Probably. And, and then if that's the case, then we're talking about Buck Allen being added as another flex option in that, PPR. That's why I don't think you can drop Buck Allen. Yeah, we're, still, we're still a couple of weeks away from Danny Woodhead. I, I agree with Mike that if you can find somebody else on your roster, but say you have shallow benches where you only have five, yeah, yeah, yeah. five bench spots in, in your standard 12-team league, he might be one of your end-of-the-bench guys where you could take a shot on a Kenyon Drake who could end up being the starting running back for the Dolphins. So let me ask you this. Two weeks ago, we said, you could drop Jamison Crowder. Like, we're done with this crap. Last week, we said, all right, you can drop Terrell Pryor. We're done with this crap. Would you drop Josh Doxson for one of these guys? It's, it's need-dependent. Like, if, if you need wide receivers, I, I'm in a league where I have to start Josh Doxson this week because of the bye weeks and it's not ideal I don't want to do it against the Seattle Seahawks but it's based on need again if he's one of your end of the bench wide receivers yes he does have upside but does he have as much upside as a guy who be who could become the starting running back for a football team I'm not sure that you can argue that I think it's the same scenario as a Buck Allen like so I, would, I brought them both up together I would rather have Drake I'd rather have one of the Cowboys running backs if they're out there does that include Rod Smith no no but I ideally would want to drop someone else. Like I'm sure there's someone else on your team who you could drop before Docs, and maybe there's not. <laughs> on is this your team, Greg? <laughs> yes, because Doxon does have a lot of upside, and I don't think it's fair to just grade him by what he did last week. The weather was absolutely atrocious. Horrific. Horrific. We spoke about it on Monday. Kirk Cousins was dinking and dunking the whole time. It's why. Their two top receivers were Chris Thompson and Jamison Crowder, guys who run routes close to the line of scrimmage. Josh Doxson didn't have the chance to try and get behind one of the uh, Cowboys defenders because they, they couldn't throw the ball down the field. We saw it on both sides of the ball. Like The Cowboys played well offensively, but it was all on the ground. Dak Prescott had his worst game of the year because they limited the amount of times he could throw because of the weather. Yeah, no, I totally get that. But the next couple of matchups for Josh Doxson, it doesn't exactly get better. 
right? It is Seattle this week. It's Minnesota the week after that. It's New Orleans the week after that. That's not good for Josh Doxson. No, it's not. And like I said, I would make the move for one of these running backs, especially if your team, you know, if these are just bench guys for you, they're just depth guys. If you're in a situation with like Frank, where you need to start a wide receiver this week, then you probably can't drop Josh Doxson. But I, I ultimately think I would try hard to find someone else to cut before letting go of the up. Action would be you the best of three of us. Too. I did. I'll tell you what. I don't think Josh Doxson is everything. Everything these guys thought they were going to be. To tell you to be honest, when you're looking at Josh Doxson, he's a guy that's only caught a couple passes in each game. He's never going to be a guy that gets a whole bunch of targets. So if you get a guy that's going to come in and be a player for that you can put in your lineup each and every week, absolutely, you got to get him. Absolutely. So look at over that. Don't overestimate a lot of these players, and I think that's a lot of times what we're doing is overestimation based on upside. Can't keep playing upside. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll be back with more after this. or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. Hey, I'm Alyssa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hey everybody, it's me, Joe Pizzapia, best-selling author of the Fantasy Black Book series, and right now you can get the 2017 Fantasy Football Black Book on Amazon as we speak. What are you waiting for? You can get it for ebook, for your Kindle, or for paperback. And it's not just me this year. No, I brought in some friends. I got Jake Seeley. I got Sammy Reed. I got Gary Davenport. I got championships, and they're waiting for you. Find out why the Fantasy Black Book is number one best-selling in fantasy sports for the tenth straight time. You know why? Because once you go Black Book, you never go back.
Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan hey what's up everybody it's the fantasy executive Corey parson it's fantasy football season right here on the fantasy sports radio network so make sure you tune into the all-new fantasy football frenzy with myself jake seeley and wall street matt medica if we were a hip-hop group we'd be like migos because we're popping right now tune in every weekday morning at 9 a.m east rankings projections adp talk and we take your phone calls it's the fantasy football frenzy 9 a.m east every weekday morning right here on the fantasy sports radio network Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Get back to the guys and talking about who to cut this week so you can make those roster moves. I'll tell you what, I'm having a hard time. I'm trying to get some trades done, and uh, it's not getting done. I need to pick up a quarterback this week in one of my leagues, too. That's not pretty either. When I'm thinking of names like Brock Osweiler and Blake Bortles. Damn. In a range of possibilities, uh, Benjamin's the guy. What do you think? I think... What I, I mean, I said it in the video yesterday, but to reiterate it, I think it's a lateral move for Benjamin. because Fantasy-wise. Fantasy-wise, because he was seeing a lot of volume there. And Cam Newton, I looked it up yesterday before we did the video, in about in, in one extra game because the Bills have had their bye, the Panthers haven't, Cam Newton has thrown the ball like 80 more times. So obviously there is just more passing volume in Carolina than there will be in Buffalo. The Bills' recipe to success I don't think changes here. I think it is still... Rely on your defense, run the ball with LaShawn McCoy, and have Tyrod Taylor throw when he has to, to keep things honest. But I'll say it could be, he's going to see a larger percent of the targets, obviously, with the Bills. And I think Tyrod Taylor, at this point, we could make the case, is a better quarterback than Cam Newton. So, while I think it's a lateral move for Kelvin Benjamin, I think the big winners are everyone else in the Bills offense. Because Tyrod Taylor now has a legit weapon he could throw the ball to. It, he, it's not going to be Zay Jones anymore, you know? And uh, LaShawn McCoy, there's other there's a piece there now that defenses have to worry about, and you can't just focus in on just LaShawn McCoy solely. So I think for Kelvin Benjamin, lateral move, but for the rest of the pieces around him, I think it's a it's a positive. In half-point PPR leagues, Gregory, because I know that that's the format that you occupy most, uh, Kelvin Benjamin... We occupy most. What? We occupy most? Oh, yeah, obviously, Thank as you. an entity. Thank you. Uh, but Kelvin Benjamin is averaging 9.4 fantasy points per game, which puts him at wide receiver 34. So A low end wide receiver 3. That, I guess, yeah, I, I tend to agree with Mike. I, I don't think that his value changes much. I mean, we draft Kelvin Benjamin for touchdowns. He only has two on the season. So you would expect that uh, to, to be a little bit higher, but... I do agree. I think he'll be the top target there. Look, they have Jordan Matthews. They have Andre Holmes. Charles Clay is going to return at some point. So, I mean, they don't have much. It's really just LaShawn McCoy, good defense. Uh, I do agree as well that 
at this point in their careers, Tyrod Taylor is probably a better passer than Cam Newton. I'll say this too, though: if you own Kelvin Benjamin, you can't start him this week. Like, even if he's active, I don't know if he'll play this week. He might not play, but even if he does play, his routes are obviously going to be very limited. They red zone, yeah, and even it may take a couple of weeks for them, him to one learn the playbook. I know it's. Similar, he has a lot of. There's a lot of obviously Panthers ties in this Bills team. Not on the offensive not side on the, of the ball. I, Exactly what I was going to say. Not on the offense. No, it's fine. Not on the offensive side, and and he's never played with Taylor, so it may take some time for those two to gel. The one thing, and I want you your guys comment on this because I read this this morning, and it was very strange to me. Carolina said they traded Kelvin Benjamin with the hopes that it opens up their run game because they were using him in the slot. And they thought that he's not a guy who creates a ton of separation and everything. It was clogging everything up. I don't I don't really buy that because if you knew that was the issue, why not put him back on the outside where he's accustomed to playing, where the Bills have already said he's going to play? I, I don't fully buy it. I want your guys' take on that. Another baffling coach take that we've heard already today, uh, some stuff coming out from Philly as well. It's just I don't, I don't understand it either. I mean, maybe they use – they should honestly use Christian McCaffrey as their slot receiver. And I think, honestly, that would help the offense more than anything else. I mean, you have Devin Funches as an outside receiver, put McCaffrey in the slot. Uh, if defenses have to worry about that, then maybe it opens up some running lanes for Jonathan Stewart as well. Uh, but I don't really see how getting rid of one of their best receivers, if not their best receiver, helps the running game. It's interesting. Um, this is an amazing stat. Greg Rosenthal just tweeted it out. He said... Cam Newton has gained double the amount of rushing yards this season than Christian McCaffrey himself. It's clear that they don't believe that Chris, Christian McCaffrey is a running back. So I agree. You put him in the slot. But I think, I go back to when Kelvin Benjamin um, missed that game earlier this year. Christian McCaffrey had 11 targets. Devin Funches had 10 targets. I think they are going to a more um, precise passing offense rather than throwing it up to Kelvin Benjamin. And I think that's the offense they want to run. I did also write a, a note this morning that Dave Gettleman, the former general manager who was ra- very randomly fired late, uh, I believe in training camp actually, and Gettleman was fired and he wanted to resign and extend Kelvin Benjamin. Clearly this regime, which is the old regime, Marty Herney, the former GM, kind of backhauling the shots right now, had no interest in that. Two different visions for this team. It's clear that one vision... Involved Kelvin Benjamin, one does not. And Greg, I know when Frank brought up the points per game, you were like, oh, that's a, a wide receiver three. If yes, you sir. remember in draft seasons, before Kelvin Benjamin had that big preseason game, he was going in the wide receiver, uh, higher end wide receiver three, but he was starting to go there, and then he started to climb as he had that strong preseason. So ultimately, though, we weren't valuing him as like a wide receiver one like in years past. Sure. Totally, I, I totally agree with that. Calvin Benjamin getting a lot of fantasy love the last few days. It's amazing when you get traded in the world of fantasy, what happens, and everybody looking for the next big thing and hoping that you could get it changed up when it comes to playing there. Let's go back to the completion of the fantasy best friend. 100% deposit bonus on top of that. So it's $25 free wager plus a 200% bonus on whatever you put in. The promo code is DEFENSE. 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 Defense at betdsi.eu. Also check out roadwesters.com slash DKMS uh, because 
we want you to stop and prevent blood cancer. Become a bone marrow donor and save a life. You do that at rotoexperts.com slash DKMS. You swab your cheeks. You find out if you are a match with somebody and ultimately you literally could save someone's life. It's as simple as that. It's incredible, incredible feeling. We've talked to many people. We'll do it again on Friday. So please check it out at rotoexperts.com slash DKMS. You also have a chance to go to the Super Bowl by going to the bottom of the page, clicking the link, qualify for a DFS contest. Um, play in a free roll qualify for week 17 you win that you go to the super bowl rotoexperts.com slash dkms before i give you the quick rundown of players that i want to know if you want to drop flora you have a stat about demarius thomas with barack osweiler so i pulled up their game log from the 2015 season and i have every single game that they played together and i just want to read you quickly their game by game stats 10 targets seven receptions 71 yards Eight targets, three receptions, 59, and a touchdown. 13 targets, one catch, 36 yards. Six targets, six catches, 61 yards, and a touchdown. 14 targets, 10 receptions, 95 yards. 12 targets, five catches, 61, two touchdowns. 12 targets, seven receptions, 59 yards. And then this last game, this was the game against the Chargers where Peyton Manning did ultimately come in, but Brock Osweiler was also playing in that. Nine for five for 117 and a touchdown. That's pretty impressive. Those numbers are a hell of a lot better than what we've been getting out of him with Trevor Simeon. What, what year was this? This was 2015, the year the Broncos won the Super Bowl where they benched Peyton Manning and Brock came in and remember he was the quarterback of the future and then ultimately against the Chargers he got pulled and they went on that Super Bowl run. Sure. Isn't there a chance that Demarius Thomas has lost a step though too? I mean, that, that was two years ago. There, There's a chance, but... I think to just if we just look at it and say Demary, this is a huge hit to Demarius Thomas. I don't think that's accurate. I'd say so. I mean, I'm I'm just using the eye test on on what we've seen out of Brock Osweiler versus uh, Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon has looked like garbage. I mean, so has Brock Osweiler though. So, so how is it a, like a, a huge hit though if they both play terrible? I mean, at at Trevor Simeon's best was better than anything that we've seen from Brock Osweiler last year or also, in recent. Trevor Simeon's year and a half as quarterback has been the lowest production of Demarius Thomas since he's really taken off. That's a fair point. I mean, too. maybe maybe it helps. I, I don't think it does. Okay, I want to give you some players. I, I don't want. think it can hurt. That's what I'm trying to say. I want to give you some players. I want to know if we can drop right now before we wrap up this edition of the BFFs Red Heat and Rage. Uh, Gamer NC Camp Stewart comes up next. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, by the way. Wendell Smola, droppable? I yes. tried dropping him 100%. last night in the league. All right, so prior we talked about last week, droppable. Jalen Richard. I was thinking about this today, and I kind of think so, because when Lynch was out, we saw Washington was the one that really took over the lead dog role. For any of the Dolphins running backs, for any of the Cowboys running backs, yes. DNJ Washington. He's a little bit hard. I would rather hold him than Richard right now. I'd, I'd do it for any of the Dolphins. I agree. Running backs. I or did. Cowboys. I or did. Cowboys guys. I did. I dropped DeAndre Washington for one of the Dolphins running backs. I don't know which That's one. That's a move I would yeah, make. I'm cool fine with that. With that. Uh, Buck Allen, we mentioned earlier on in the program. Um, Latavius Murray for the Dolphins, guys? For Drake, I would do it. But again, he's one of those you players. You don't even know if Drake's the guy. But Latavius is one of those guys I really would want to hold. Because, again, so hold him. he has a role. He's going to see double-digit carries every single game. That's tough. I'm with Mike. I mean, I'd take Drake, and I'd take uh, both of the top Cowboys guys that we're expecting. I wouldn't do it for Damian Williams. I would also do all these guys for Alex Collins. All of them. Yes. Mike Gillisley? Yes. Probable. We said that last week as well. I'm sticking with it. Sorry about that. I missed that one. I thought, I thought a good one too, Greg, where yep. if, if you picked him up for the bye week and just had him, Tyrod Taylor. 
Because I have Hitman Deshaun Watson. I ended up dropping him in leagues. I didn't want. Tyrod Taylor, I agree. Good play. If you need a bye week quarterback replacement, Tony Sakata does, but we have 10 team benches and there's not any Tyrod Taylors out there because I'd be loving life. We can take a quick break and come back, give you some more information. Stay tuned for more from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. We can catch Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. This is Tony Sincata from Fantasy First Look. You can join me every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. I am joined by George Kurtz and, of course, Joe Galena, the Fantasy Jesus. If you guys want to watch the Monday Night Football game, turn the volume down and listen to us. If you can't make that commitment, subscribe on iTunes every single week. Get the best podcast in the business when it comes to fantasy football. That I'll guarantee. Fantasy First Look, 9 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune into College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered. Welcome back. Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network as we get you ready and raring to go. Man, Brian Hoyer got a three-year deal from the New England Patriots. It seems like the Green Bay Packers were interested in Brian Hoyer as well. And uh, that's a little interesting right there, right? Is he ready to get it done? I like it. I like it. I like what's going on there, man. How about 
the whole situation where we're getting these national anthem situations involving the uh, tickets. I mean, I, I actually had a, a discussion with a lot of the um, with a guy over at Jacksonville Jaguars ticket office and talking about buying tickets to the game. And this has become a huge problem in the military community, uh, which is Jacksonville. You have two military bases, another one on thir- you know within 30 minutes. It's crazy. And now it looks like Papa John's is also being affected by it. The NFL has hurt us. Company founders and CEO John Shratner. We are disappointed. The NFL and its leadership did not resolve this. Executives said the company had pulled much of his NFL television advertising, and the NFL has responded by giving the company additional future spots. Leadership starts at the top, and this is an example of poor leadership. This issue should have been nipped over the bud a year and a half ago. In revising sale estimates for the next quarter, Papa John's president and chief officer Steve Ritchie said on a call the NFL deal was the primary suspect behind the decline. We expect it to persist unless there's a solution put in place. Ritchie said the research had found that Papa John's has been the most recognized sponsor associated with the NFL for two years running, which said means the company's performance can track that of the league. Papa John's is not only the NFL, but also with 23 individual teams. Company executives declined to disclose exactly how much money is projected in sales. Papa John's lost from its association with the NFL and declining ratings, which means fewer people are ordering the product for game days. It's, uh, it's a crazy, divided situation that we got going on over this whole national anthem thing. And it's amazing when this is not discussed... In baseball circles, this is not discussed in the in um, the NBA. So, whatever they're doing is what Roger Goodell should have been doing, and Roger Goodell should be accountable for this. And his job, where his contract is up, should be replaced. And I know there is uh, all of a sudden the talk and the sentiment there. He's got to go. Whatever you think of the situation, he's got to go. When you are in the middle of your NFL season and the biggest story is the national anthem in Ezekiel Elliott, you got to go. You have to go. That's it. Time to find a commish that gets the attention on the field and not in courtrooms in the national anthem. He's saying he can't be held responsible, shouldn't be held responsible. The other two leagues are taking care of it, man. This guy. Gotta go. Sayonara, Roger. Fantasy Football Rewind. We'll see you tomorrow.